Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast, where we explore the diverse set of skills that can be applied across various industries and professions. Each episode will deep dive into the world of transferable skills, discussing topics like communication, problem solving, critical thinking, and more. Join us as we speak with experts in different fields and share stories of individuals who have successfully transferred their skills from one industry to another. Whether you're a recent grad, a mid-career professional, or someone looking to make a career change, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's discover how you can leverage your existing skills to excel in any industry. Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. So are you guys ready? I'm so excited. Are you guys ready? Are you sure? Are you, are you are you positive? Okay, are you ready? Wait, hold on. Where is my drum roll? <laughs> oh my god! You know, I have to make sure that I have the drum roll correct because Sia's like that is not a drum roll. I'm like, oh yikes! You're right. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love the drum roll. That was that was the best welcome I think I've ever had. Right? Woohoo! Party with part two. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you doing today? I'm so good. And after that introduction, I am even more obsessed with this community and just blown away by the way that everyone engages and supports and cheerleads. And I don't think I've ever seen this much support, genuine support going on and just community vibes. It's getting me super excited for this conversation. Me too. I can't wait for people to get to know you. By the way, guys, she's having a hard time right there. She's running on a generator, okay, just to be here for you all. I mean, tell tell them what's happening right now before we start. Yeah, so I know I have some brothers and sisters on the African continent, so you potentially know um, what load shedding is, but uh, we have power outages um, consistently throughout the day for up to four hours at a time. So you can have three of these four-hour power outages during the day, um, and you're left with 12 hours of no power. So at the moment, we're having that. So I've got all the candles, all the lights, all the TV screens, everything's up and running on a generator and just trying my best to be here with everyone um, in the best light possible. <laughs> oh, right. Look at her. She's shining bright like a... Okay, don't, don't. I'm going to just like start singing and people are like, bye. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am so I happy. I'm so happy. The minute I met you, I was like, yep, inspirational. Yep, hope, let's go, right? So Jackie, I'm going to go roll with this first question. Think back 20 years ago um, and find within your timeline some of the significant changes in your life that got you here where you are today. I know we talked about it um, when we had coffee chats in the last two years, but go back a little bit and then bring us to today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's so many gurus out there um, who try and profess this overnight success um, and get rich quick. And the reality is that anyone who's trying to sell you the story of, you know, get rich quick or find success quick, um, that's where you've really got to be, you've got to have your guard up. 
because the reality is that any success story takes time and it takes effort and it takes persistence and dedication and mental fortitude. Um, so I've had I've had a very long journey to get here. Uh, some of the milestones have been um, I was a documentary filmmaker. I did social justice documentary filmmaking for about 10 years, uh, very heavy on the heart, especially on the African continent. Um, and I decided uh, to just start afresh, you know, new break, um, decided to move to the seaside where it's more peaceful and I left the industry. Um, but even with a master's degree and 10 years of experience in the filmmaking industry, I my job opportunities were really, really limited. And I'm sure that a lot of people can identify with this, especially in this time. Uh, so I was working three jobs. I was waitressing. I was a photographer. I was earning minimum wage, barely, barely scraping through diagnosed with a chronic illness at the same time so just really when it rains it pours and then COVID hit in 2020 um, and I, I was really just in complete survival mode all three of my income streams dried up overnight overnight when I say overnight I mean one day I had three income streams barely scraping through the next day everyone was laid off nothing no one was coming was to save me there was no backup plan um, and a friend of mine said why don't you try writing online and I thought to myself oh no free freelance writing online like this is this is not for me it's not for someone like me on the tip of Africa um, you know I've seen these influences online I've seen you know all of the success in the US and the UK but this is not for someone like me um, and I had real doubt I really doubted myself but in that moment of desperation where you know you you are the sole provider for a family um, and for yourself you do things that you never thought you were capable of doing and I took a leap of faith. Uh, I started writing online and overnight um, immediately started making income. Within the first week, I had made as much as all three of my income streams were bringing in in a month. Um, and that was my first moment of realization. You know, this, this is real. This can work. Um, and this is for me. And ever since then... I've never looked back. It's just grown into an agency and a team. And we've birthed little baby brands from, from the big brand. And, and you know, it's all, it's, it was a big lesson in understanding that you need to be prepared for the opportunity. When the opportunity presents itself, you need to be able to recognize it, number one, and then have the boldness and courage to grab it number two, and then actually go with it, implement, execute, you know, and, and when those three things come together, really, everything is limitless. It's completely possible for someone from the tip of Africa to build a six figure business in US dollars. In my country, it's a seven figure business, you know, uh, within less than a year. 
So, so that's, those are kind of the milestones. I skipped through a lot, but, but that's the basic message, you know. What did I tell you guys? What did I tell you? When she told me that, I was like, keep going. I'm not talking anymore. Just keep going. Like, I love that story. Like when she's like, yeah, I had three jobs. I was waitressing and then I lost my job and then I had no money. And then someone told me to do this. Now, I do want to know, are you on Fiverr or Upwork when you did that? Yeah, so I started on Fiverr um, in the beginning. I had actually looked into Fiverr maybe three or four years prior, um, just checking it out. And I saw that the marketplace was so huge. There were like hundreds and thousands of people. And I thought to myself, how am I ever going to stand out? You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm just no one. Um, there's all these people who have hundreds and thousands of reviews already. Um, you know, their prices are, are so crazy. This is not for me. I'm so intimidated. And that was like four or five years prior to me actually signing up. So it just comes to show that four or five years prior, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for, for the moment. The opportunity was there. I didn't recognize it. I didn't grab onto it. But four or five years later, when the opportunity came again, I was ready and I grabbed on and it turned into something incredible. So I started on Fiverr um, and then from there, I built my private client base as well. Um, so, so it's really just spiraled from there. So basically, would you prefer someone now do fiber or Upwork or both? What would your preference be? So my preference is Fiverr just because there are no overheads to begin with. Um, with Upwork, you have to buy uh, credits or tokens or whatever they call them now. And then you have to pitch to the client. You have to actually find the, the brief and pitch to the client. Um, and in order to do that, you have to purchase tokens or whatever their name is for their tokens. I'm not fully up to date with Upwork at this point. Um, but with Fiverr, what I loved is that there was no overheads. Um, so you don't have to purchase tokens. You don't have to pitch to anyone. The clients come to you. So I operated up until today with zero marketing for my Fiverr gigs. Zero. Um, there, there's zero marketing budget. The clients come to you. You post your gig. You model it on something that's working. Um, my advice is that if you are considering a Fiverr or an Upwork or a gig economy kind of scenario, don't reinvent the wheel. You don't need to be a pioneer of creating the best gig out there. Go and find something that works. And this is really for any business. I advise all of the businesses I work with, um, go out and find something that works and then model what works. Put your unique, genuine spin on it, but model something that works. Um, and that's why I prefer Fiverr because the clients at this point, I'm still on Fiverr. I have my private client base. I have my other brands that I manage, um, but I'm still on Fiverr and it still brings in a great income. Um, and, and the clients just come to me. I mean, I wake up every morning with like 30 messages from, from different clients just wanting to work with me. 
Um, and that's not from me going out and doing Facebook ads or Instagram ads or any kind of uh, paid advertising. That's hmm. really, that's that's really it. That's how to minimize overheads when you have no budget. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually that's why I asked that because I have I prefer I I do fiber, but I got burn on fiber. That's why I went to Upwork. Um, but I do both Upwork and fiber. I hire people for both because I, I hired someone, I think, on fiber to do my logo for my podcast. And my girlfriend's like, you can do that. I'm like, no, I want it to feel like I really did do that. Like somebody else did it for me, you know, and she's like, oh, OK. Um, so my next question is, what are some of the common mindset barriers that prevent individuals from pursuing entrepreneurship or how can they overcome it? Like coming from your experience and also coming from your experiences with your clients, what are some of the m- common barriers with their mindset to move forward? I love this. I love, Just before I answer that, I think Christian said connects. That's what they're called, connects. Sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Um, they're called connects. And I definitely don't uh, discourage anyone from joining Upwork. I think it's awesome. Um, just not my jam. Um, but yes, common mindset barriers. Um, for me, it was self-doubt, definitely. Um, I thought that because I had been entrenched in one area for so long, um, I was so involved in this creative um, production environment. I was in academia. I was in social justice. I didn't know about the online world and the gig economy. Um, I didn't think it was for me. So self-doubt, definitely a big barrier. Um, I would also say that thinking that you are, that something is not for you. This is a big thing, especially for people on the African continent. You're, you're told and programmatically told that these kinds of things are not for us. Um, they're for the UK and the US influences or the, the European market even. Um, but for the African continent, these kinds of opportunities just aren't for us. So, so those are the kinds of thought patterns that potentially, you know, some of us are having. Um, even if you're in the US or the UK, you know, you're, you're a stay-at-home mom maybe um, or you're a working mom and, and you just don't know how to balance all of this and you think, no, those kinds of things are not for me um, or you're a stay-at-home dad or whatever, whatever you are, uh, whatever your circumstances, you think, you know, this is this is this TikTok generation. It's for them. Um, you know, it, this isn't for me. Um, and I think claiming claiming it, learning how to claim the fact that these opportunities that are out there are for you, um, was the first mindset barrier that I had to get over. Um, the second one was that there's a specific way to do things. You know, so you you get told this is how to structure a day. Um, You've got a time block in these specific ways. You've got a schedule in these specific ways. As someone with a chronic illness, I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like for me, let alone sitting down and planning out my next month or two months or year. 
you know, so you've got all of these people telling you, okay, let's talk about, let's do a productivity masterclass. And they tell you, these are the ways that you need to be scheduling things. And this is how to be productive. Um, but the reality is there is no one way to do things. Um, there is no one specific way to schedule your work um, or create your workflow. Um, so that was another barrier that I had to get over. I thought I was doing something wrong. I just couldn't get through it. Um, and then we started looking into something called energy mapping and um, creating our schedules around our own energy. Um, my COO works really well in the morning. I wake up with very little energy. So, so these are the things that work for us. And, and the more we started to accept the fact that we could do things our own way, there is no one set way, um, the more we started to embrace the fact that we could create something that was really genuinely our own, you know, and not, and not just a replica of what was out there. Sorry about that. I have two German shepherds, okay? Anything moved or like, Rrr! I'm like, be quiet. I was trying to, to yell and mute myself. Um, I'm glad that you said that because when people ask me, how do you do things the way you do? And I said, I block my time. It works for me because I'm very structured. And for some people, um, and everyone's like, well, well, how do you do it and concentrate? I'm like, I think I, I, I have an issue. I, my husband calls me squirrel. Because we would have a conversation and I'd be like, my mind's going somewhere. And then he's like, did you hear what I said? I'm like, yeah. So I could summarize what he said, but was I paying attention? Probably not um, because I'm all over the place. Like I'm thinking and I'm like, focus, CJ. And um, I think we live in a society where everything has to be fast, has to be done, has to be streamlined, has to be efficient. Right. And hold on one second. I think we all have little animals. Luckily, oh I gosh. have a, I have a hairless kitty, so um, he he likes to make an appearance. You might get to see him if you're lucky. <laughs> Mine, my cat actually is outside. I have four dogs. I have two German shepherds and two English bulldogs. So if you hear snoring, that's because there's one right here next to me. <laughs> oh, it's not you falling asleep. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That, that's my evil twin down there. <laughs> got you, got you. Um, but I really love our conversation even before the live. And when I was telling you, you know, why I'm creating this business, why I'm going to create a membership, because I really want people ask me, like, why do you have so many degrees? You're not going to use it. I'm like, oh, yes, I do. Because in academia, you have to in order for you to teach a class, you have to have those classes that you've taken so far. Right. So now that I have this fourth degree, I can literally teach anything. I'm going to get that fifth one in psychology. That's my next uh, goal. Uh, maybe five years from now. Who knows? I don't need another degree, but I want it. Okay. It's not a need. It's a want at this point. But because I want to, and, and this is really my mission, guys, whether you believe me or not, it doesn't matter to me because I'm doing what I want to do with, with this legacy that I'm trying to create is that when you're in the U.S., I have a lot of students that are in the U.S. that are international students. They pay hundreds and thousands of dollars, okay? We're talking sometimes they pay $10,000 for class, $5,000 for class, and these classes that I'll be teaching in the universities and things like that. But most of the time when you have a degree, you're based on theory. So what I'm trying to do is create a way for me to create all of the classes that I'm already teaching 
injecting transferable skills because I I've been in corporate world as well, and making sure that people all over the world can afford those classes, right? Because I'm looking at it as the world after me, right? And for me to spread whatever knowledge I got, along with all of my friends' knowledge, we're doing experiential learning. We could create this knowledge base, a hundred years of knowledge together, with only maybe five or ten people in my team, and create it for the world so they can afford it. And technology is what we're leveraging right now. I mean, hello, you're in South Africa. I'm in San Diego, California. We can do this together, and I love that. It's because it is all about the mindset, right? And my next question, Jackie, is how important is it having a growth mindset in the journey of becoming a successful entrepreneur? Like you, you you said you know you have a chronic illness, but you have a business to run. How? What kind of mindset do you go through every single morning to just get you inspired and motivated to keep going? Yeah, I think I think this is an amazing question. Um, because your your question is very specific, so it says growth mindset, um, and that is something that not everyone has, right? So we can have an entrepreneurial mindset, uh, we can have a positive mindset, but a growth mindset is something that's very specific. So that's a mindset that's tuned in to looking for opportunity. Um, and that's what we really, really try to cultivate within the brands that I, I own at the moment, within my core team. We try and cultivate this growth mindset. So where are the opportunities that we can leverage so that we're not just, for example, on Fiverr? So that we're not just, for example, um, leveraging AI and talking about AI and how we can, you know, make make money from that and we're not just talking about facebook groups for example and how to spread uh you know empowerment on facebook people are so hyper focused on one area and that's fantastic niching down i say is always like really really good for someone starting out but a growth mindset is really looking at how we can spot opportunity. And that's why, so some of the things we do is I encourage all of my employees to be on social media all the time. And it sounds crazy. It sounds like, what is this girl doing? You know, is she, is she nuts? They could be working, but but uh, she's encouraging them to be on social media. No, I'm encouraging them to be part of the real world, to look for opportunity, to make sure they know what's trending, what's going on. That's why we were able to leverage AI so quickly. We, we were first adopters of AI. Um, for example, we do every single day an analysis of what's out there. We get reports sent to our inbox. We sign up for all of these trends reports. Um, we listen to something called, I don't know, can I mention specific app names? Yes, please your, go for it. Okay. This is what it's okay. all about. So we can leverage everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Cause this is def it's not a sales pitch. I have zero affiliate links to anything, but this is what works for us. So, um, pep talk is an amazing app that it's called pep talk. Um, the, it's taken me years to find it, but it resonates with me so well. And every morning I'll listen to a pep talk 
um, and it'll just get me going. It'll get my mind in the right direction. Um, when I'm feeling a little bit down or burnt out, pep talk is where I'll go. Then Insight Timer has like every single meditation and talk and course on meditation in the entire world. Also a free app with a paid version of it, obviously. But the free version, thousands, hundreds and thousands of meditations um, which also resonate with some of my other employees, you know. So for me, I need that like bold voice that's that's you know encouraging and pushing me. For some of my other employees, they need that mindful voice, that nurturing voice. And Insight Timer works really, really well for them. Um, Growth Day is another game changer that we've brought into our business. So we signed up for Growth Day. Uh, that's Brendan Bashad. Um, and he does a daily fire. So every morning we get a little message from him. Um, and and it's so great because then we all hear the message and we can talk about it and, and discuss it. And for, for some of my employees, he's like the mentor. He is the one. Um, personally, I, I prefer to, to focus on other areas. But, you know, we each find what works for us. And those three are kind of the ones that we do on a daily basis and, and we keep returning to over and over again. Um, it's not just something growth mindset specifically is not something that you learn and forget. Um, you know, it's, it's built into your character. Once you, once you see opportunity for what it is and once you cultivate a growth mindset actively, it is an act of cultivation that needs to happen then it's written on the slate of your character. Um, and, and, and then from there, we start to develop more brands and more avenues um, and we get more and more aspirational and ambitious with what we're doing. Um, but, but it needs to be cultivated. It's not something that just happens, you know. I and cultivated in, in different ways. Sorry, just, to, just to, be, to be clear, in different ways for different people. You know, it, what works for one person is not going to work for, for another. So those three ways that I've just mentioned are just some of the ver three very different ways to cultivate that growth mindset that's needed in this kind of economy that we're living in um, so that we can always keep innovating, always keep changing up the game and stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. And speaking of growth mindset, um, I teach students right now and they're like, well, ChatGPT and AI is going to take over. I'm like, whoa, slow down. How many of you guys have um, iPhones? And raise their hands, 90%. How many of you guys have, you know, Samsung? And they're like, what's your point? I'm like, um, Alexa, Siri, they're all AI. Like, what were you thinking? Did they take over the world? Not yet anyway, okay? It's the same thing. It's just ChatGPT is actually inputted by human beings. And if you look at their, if you really look at it, it's actually behind on stats. The most accurate they have will be like 2016 and 2017 stats. And even then, when the way they write is there's no emotions in it, right? There's no emotions. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing it for. It's good for shortcut and then re make sure that you inject your own emotions on those writing. You still have to do that for yourself. And that's when, when I tell people, sometimes when there's change, we're so quick to judge it's not going to work. Yeah. What are you doing? It's not going to work for me. What is she doing? It's not going to work for me. How do you know? 
how do you know if you haven't tried it, right? Because I think we're so conditioned to not fail. But what we do every day is fail, honestly, <laughs> to learn to not fail anymore, right? Losing a job is so heartbreaking because especially when you have kids to feed and dogs to feed, okay? Like, I don't even want to know how many pounds of food we have with our German Shepherds and Bulldogs. We have four dogs, okay? I used to have a pig, by the way. I had two. Uh, and oh. I had 15 guinea pigs. I know. People are like, do you live in a farm? I'm like, no, I live in a golf course. Don't tell my HOA. Hopefully, they're not watching this. Um, because I love animals. And I'm like, if I was a millionaire, I would literally open up sanctuary for all animals out there because I love animals. But mindset is something that is coming from us when, like you said, when you're ready. Sometimes you want to do something, but you don't know what to do, right? And you're overwhelmed because there's so much information out there, right? And all yes. of these people are like, this is going to work for you. No, I'm giving you all this information. What I want you guys to do with information is check it out, right? Don't judge it by like, oh, this is not going to work for me. You don't know what you don't know. Give it a try. Check it out. Every change in your life is going to be uncomfortable. It's change. We don't like change. But embrace change because every day you're changing, you're aging, okay? Whether you like it or not, you're aging. Change is something that is going to happen whether you like it or not. But for me, a growth mindset is making sure that I'm doing something every day that's different than yesterday, but also the same than yesterday. I'm going to show up as me consistently. I'm going to be here to support all my connections. I'm going to be here to elevate to other people who wants to show up for themselves so that they can they too can leave a legacy and make an impact in the world right that's what yeah. we're here for and cynthia yeah my dog is kind of bit bad a lot of us um, are out of work and broke I, exactly and that's why i love jackie's story because that's where she was and she did something she showed up for herself she didn't make any excuses she didn't stay in the victim role she could have wallowed in and stayed oh my gosh i'm broken and Cry about it. Yeah, you can cry. It's okay. But don't stay in that stage. Keep moving, right? Now, many people fear failure when starting their own business. How can entrepreneurs develop a resilient mindset to embrace failure as a learning opportunity? How did you do that, Jackie? Yeah, so I think I think this is really this is super interesting because as you were speaking, I could just resonate with so many of the things that you were saying. And I think so many of us who have been on an entrepreneurial journey face the same kinds of challenges, but no one really speaks about them, right? No one really like goes onto social media and says, I'm having a tough day. Like it's been a tough month. We didn't actually make enough money to cover our overheads this month and, and it's been tough, you know, but these are the strategies that I'm going to put in place to try and get out of it. And I'll let you know next month if it works. Like no one's doing that. Everyone's going, you know, we had a great month. This has been my best month yet. No one's talking about their failures. Everyone's talking about their successes. Um, so the, re the reality is that the failure is what allows us to level up. 
So I keep seeing level up, level up, level up, level up. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. It's never the same in your life after today. <laughs> Right, like it's it's your motto, and a hundred percent. What what I would say is that um, it's an interesting thing to talk about because my partner um, and I both have really really different um, sort of philosophies on this. His philosophy is that if he fails, he is not scared to start again from zero. Right, so he knows that because he's collected all of these tools along the way to bring himself from a place of really like worse than where I was when I started waitressing and working three jobs and whatever to a place where now he is just excelling and at the top of his game because he's collected all of these skills and tools. um, If he fails, he's not scared because he can build it back up again. He now has those tools in his arsenal to build everything back up again. For me, that's been one of my biggest fears is that if I fail, I now have to go and do all of this work all over again. And I could think of absolutely nothing worse than than having to you know, go back and start again and and build it up again and whatever. But over the years, I've come to understand his perspective. Um, And the reality is, if if you start fearing failure before you even start your business, you know, you're never even going to start it. You're gonna be you're gonna be stuck in the in the failure mindset and the fear mindset, and we just can't go into something with a fear or failure mindset. The abundance mindset, the radical positivity mindset, the growth mindset comes later. But that persistence and mental fortitude, um, that's built over time. What I would say to people is, you're never going to feel ready. You are never going to feel. Like, okay, I've done enough work. I've got everything together and I'm ready to start now. If you're waiting for that day or that moment, um, you're never going to start. Yeah, You know, you you are never, as someone who, who really, I've worked with over 2,000 brands and businesses across the globe. Um, I can tell you now, genuinely, you are never going to feel ready. Stop waiting for that moment um, to start something new and being scared that you haven't done enough to prepare yourself so you might fail. Um, that feeling of feeling ready is never going to come. Like you've just pulled up. It's scary because, you know, Paul, Paul has said, it's scary when we have no experience. We tend to look at anyone who knows more than us. You know, the reality is that's another thing I wanted to speak about choose your mentors wisely Mm -hmm. Um, and when you do choose those mentors when you find someone who you resonate with genuinely stick with them Um, what a lot of us do because there's so many out there you know we we take a bit from this person and a little bit from that person and a little bit from here and a little bit from there and before you know it we're overwhelmed and that that leads to your question, the fear of failure, you know, because I'm so overwhelmed with what all of these different people are telling me I have to do in order to start my business. 
um, that, that creates failure, that cultivates that fear mindset. So look, look for someone who resonates no, no, no. with you. Look for someone who's been on a similar kind of journey or who you can really connect with and stick with them. Go with that plan and just embrace the fact that you are never going to feel 100% ready to step into your power. You have to just click go. You have to click go and know that it's okay to be scared and feeling scared is not the end of the world. We all feel scared. Yeah. Promise you, promise you, we all feel scared. We all have times when we doubt ourselves. No one is infallible. Um, a resilient mindset is not something that is permanent. A resilient mindset is something that we have to keep cultivating. We have to keep, you know, growing and, and leaning into. So, you know, don't wait for that moment. Find the right person. Stick with them. See it out, you know, and stop looking to all these millions of different places and overwhelming yourself so that it's an excuse. I often think, you know, maybe we, we make up these excuses because we're so scared to start something. You know, we make up, oh, there's so much to do and... You know, I, I could never do this because look at all these things. There's a whole checklist from this person, but then this person also has a checklist and whatever. And we're just making excuses really at the end of the day. You won't feel ready, but do it anyway. You know, do it. Th this is not my, uh, this is not my tagline. This is someone else's tagline. Please don't sue me because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who this belongs to, but it belongs to someone. Uh, and she says, do it scared, you know, do it scared. So, so that's, that's really what I can say to that. And cultivating that resilient mindset is an everyday thing. That's not a once-off thing. It's an everyday thing. It is. I think I feel so sad sometimes when people are like, I have this mentor and I have that mentor. I've never had a mentor. I've never had parents. <laughs> so it, it's kind of hard, you know, and, um, Half of the time, I've never listened. So I kind of just do my own thing. And because I didn't have a mentor, I want to be a mentor to somebody. And I volunteer so much. And I volunteer a lot. I have a lot of African students because they're so hungry to learn. And I love the humility that they show you, right? They don't see you as putting you in a pedestal because you have this. They see you as human, that they can give you information and that in turn, will give you information. But see, here's a thing. When you're giving information and the other people feel bad that you're, they're only taking, technically, they're not just taking. Because if you are a good mentor, you listen to what the needs of the people are and you create that opportunity for them. Nicole, I think I'm going to call you out on this because you have inspired me to create courses right now. It's in the works. I've been working so hard until midnight every day on creating courses on based on our conversation. I mean, she's like, well, I love ghostwriting. I love creating these things for people. But running a business, I have no idea what the legal structures and all this nonsense. I'm like, dude, I create business plan every day for my people. I create, you know, I do on the side that's not listed even on my LinkedIn that I do a lot. I do. So one time when we have a, um, I had a, a girlfriend who owns a 
um, a business, but she's like, I'm so frustrated. I don't want to order 50 million t-shirts, right? To get five t-shirts, but minimum order right now is 50. And I just want my logo. Like, I don't understand. She was crying. And so from that, I said, huh, I wonder how they do it. I went to YouTube. I figured it out. I bought the machine. I created it for her. And she cried forever. Um, And now she's my forever client. But (laughs) what I did to do that, yes, solve her problem. But then I said, how can I help other businesses out there? So I went to my local store called Michael's where they, you know, you buy all the cool stuff. And I teach a class there for business, small business entrepreneur. And I said, you too can create your own swag. I'm going to teach you how, right? And I literally just asked for 20 bucks for an hour because I want to help my community. That's where I'm at. I try to solve problems. And Nicole did that for me. She's like, I don't know how to do a business plan. I don't know what Stripe is. I don't know what is this PayPal business, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I can help. And that's what I want is to elevate people and help you But at the end of the day, it's up to you to grab that opportunity. No one will do it for you. No one, not your mother, not your sister, not even your dog, okay? No one. You have to show up for yourself if you want that. And for me, what helps me with my thing is I don't listen to the noise. All these people and what they do and da-da-da-da, it just gives you more into comparison of what you lack of, actually, right? She's doing this, she's doing that, she's doing that. You reflect your inner conscious subconsciousness actually makes you feel that you're lacking of because they're doing so much. What you need to focus on is sit down. What do you want to leave this earth? We all are going to leave this earth, by the way. News to you if you haven't noticed. But what do you want to leave in this earth, right? Five years from now, three years from now, nobody knows. A hundred years from now, you're just a headstone somewhere that no one knows, right? But we live in an information technology-driven world. You have the ability to make an impact now and leave your legacy forever, right? But what are you doing? What do you want? Forget about what people want. Forget about being successful, like you have to have all this money. Listen, I don't have money. But I'm I'm so I feel so successful because of these people that shows up every day to support me. That's all that counts for me is people supporting and believing in my mission and really helping me to be a better person and to even elevate and scale up. Right. But don't yeah. worry about the noise. Who you are is who you are. Figure out what you want and forget the noise. All this noise are just tools, but you have the choice ultimately to choose whether you listen to that noise or not. And we all are going to be negative sometimes in our life. Hello, it's part of life. It's when the people that you choose to be your mentor, your friend, your best friend, your best enemy is going to either elevate you on the moment that you're down. That's what counts. The rest of this noise is just noise, right? What is your last nuggets for our people today that shows up in this tribe to have a conversation with you, Jackie, and support you? What is the last thing you would like for them to know? Well, I just think, I mean, I always, I always like to say, you know, it's possible. It's, it's, it sounds like a fairy tale. It sounds like it's all beautiful and and roses and, you know, it's a storybook, but, but it's not. It's hard. Um, it's a tough journey, but it's possible. 
And, and that's the genuine answer that I want people to know and understand, um, especially people, I'm seeing a lot of comments from people who are, you know, in desperate situations. I can really, really understand that. I can really relate to desperate situations, um, you know, and when we're in those desperate situations, that is a sign. My partner always tells me, you know, when, when it's when it's getting to that point that you just feel like I can't do this anymore. I can't I can't be tested anymore. That is your sign that you're about to level up. So, you know, so they say no, no testimony without the test. <laughs> the test gives you the testimony. So, so really, really it is possible. Um, if I can do it from, from where I am with basically no electricity, <laughs> no, no one, no one um, and a really, really, really bad Wi-Fi connection. Um, you know, if, if I can be making seven figures in my country within less than a year, um, from being a waitress, scrapes, scraping, you know, rat off the floor, which was the reality. Um, I promise you, you can do it too. What I don't promise you is that it's easy or that it happens overnight. Um, it's, it's a journey. It's tough. Um, and you have to have something bigger than yourself to look to to keep you going um, because on those nights when you're tired and you're exhausted and you've worked 18 to 20 hours that day uh, for the, you know, 365th day in a row, you're going to tell yourself, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And then you are going to have to look outside of yourself for a reason to keep going yourself, you, just you and what you want is not reason enough. I promise you on those dark nights to keep going. You have to find something bigger than yourself, your why. I, I saw someone said that. You have, to, you have to try and find that. And whether the success comes before your why comes or the why comes before the success comes, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, sometimes we bombarded with the success and then we left with those nights and we go, I don't know what this is for. You know, what is this all for? Why am I doing this? So sometimes the success comes first. Then we look for the why. Sometimes we got to look for the why so that we can reach for the success. Um, so those, those would be my parting words. And, and I just hope that I've been able to, to give people hope because that's, that's really what I try and do. I, I try and give people a sense of hope um, that really this there are opportunities that are for you, but you need to grab onto them. I love this, Asif. Sometimes you win, but you always learn when you fail, right? That's learning. It's just amazing. Um, before we end, thank you guys so much for your time today. Jackie, thank you for all the sacrifices you made with all this lighting just to be here. I'm so happy. Can you if believe you it? With amazing Jackie, please do. Um, also, I have um, a special podcast night tonight with my brother, Timothy. He is down under. Um, so that's why I do it at night. And um, hopefully you guys are able to see him tomorrow and then i have another one i do wednesdays and thursdays 9 a.m pst 
And then once in a while, my brothers and sisters, I don't want them to suffer too much at 3 a.m. to do a podcast with me. So I switch it to nighttime. So that's what what's happening with Timothy. And his story is so amazing. I cannot believe this brother. And sometimes I think my parting story or message for you today is listen to your heart. Sometimes you're doing a job that makes a lot of money, but you're not happy. Think about Robin Williams, right? Think about all those people before us, Michael Jackson, all of these people that are like millionaires, right? And they're not happy. The end of the day, money you can't find, I'm sorry, money you can find, but friends and characters is something that you cannot find easily. So whoever you're surrounding yourself today, be very picky, right? You don't need 10,000 people to level you up. You need maybe one to five people to level you up. Make sure that they're there for the right reasons and they're transparent at everything that they do for you. But ultimately, listen to your gut feeling. Because if you feel something is off, it is off. Don't second guess yourself. That's one thing I tell you. I've learned so many of that, right? But today has been such an amazing time. I'm going to end it because I know you want to see Jackie all the time, but my brother and sister, uh, Paul, has his own show right now going on. And also my sister, Susanna, has their show going on. So I'm going that way, guys. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. Hey there, Level Up Circle community. We've had an incredible journey together exploring the realms of knowledge, inspiration, and personal growth. But here's the exciting part. You can be a part of it too. Ever wondered how you could contribute to our mission of spreading valuable insights and uplifting content? Well, wonder no more. Introducing Level Up Circle TV, exclusive opportunity for you to join our community and bring your unique perspective to the world. We believe everyone has something valuable to share, whether it's your expertise, experiences, or in innovative ideas, we want to hear from you. Joining Level Up Circle TV is simple. Go to levelupwithdoc.com, that's doc.com, send in your application and tell us about yourself, what you're passionate about and how you want to contribute. Once you're in, you'll gain access to a supportive community of like-minded individuals, exclusive resources, and the opportunity to broadcast your voice to a global audience, not only on MP3, but also on live stream and also on a TV network. Together, we can create a positive impact and inspire others to level up with their lives. So what are you waiting for? Join Level Up Circle TV and let's make a difference together. Signing off, Dr. Leland.